What, can I drag the dagger through the ocean and extract the salt from there? What if? Yes. Okay. What, what if I cut my life oh. into pieces? This is my last resort. Chapman, sit down. <laughs> I believe that ends in suffocation. Oh, no breathing? No breathing. Yeah, that's what suffocation means. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> this is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. So as you open the door that once led to Moonzy's shop, you find that it opens to a completely different room. Oh, oh, well, I guess we're going in here. Maybe Moonzy's shop is on the other side. And for the listeners, I just want to clarify that during those uh, weeks since the last episode posted, we did all just cook and eat a bunch of soup. Yeah, confirmed. But we saved some in some Tupperware that we may reheat <laughs> as a reward when we win this temple. When we win the temple, you see a skeleton clutching a mace, like sort of laid out in the corner of the room. There are words carved into the wall beside it that says, and with the snake came madness. Well. Starting real dark, sorry. mm -hmm. If we cut the head off the snake, then we end the madness of the head because they're all suffering from it mentally. We know that the snake brought madness. But what about the badgers and the mushrooms? <laughs> uh, I opened this door. <laughs> Wait, you said there was a skeleton in that room? Yes. Can I can I just clutching a mace? Can I just root around? Is it just a skeleton? No clothes? I mean the clothes are pretty tattered and okay. messed up. But the mace seems in really good condition. Solner's gonna pick up the mace. You feel sort of an eminence of magic from it. Hey, Alita. You use maces, right? Um, I know Johannes does as well. Point of order. That did not sound nearly suspicious enough. Oh, oh yeah. You're so right. right. So to catch you guys up, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> with the wand of infinite jests, Solinar has to speak super suspiciously for right. an hour. Great, right. great call. Let me, yeah. that's, a, that's an excellent point. Uh, let me go ahead and reel that back. <laughs> hey, Alita. Uh-huh. Do you use maces by chance? I do, and so does Mr. Johannes. Hmm. Oh, Interesting. I'm not sure why I said that like that. Uh, there must be something going on. Oh. Feeling like I'm doing Shatner Yeah, you're, now. you're Shatnering now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going from suspicious to Shatner. Oh, you're, so like if, you're like if Shatner did Batman. <laughs> oh, Shatman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Shat Man. Skip it, it Oh no! Alina's dad. Yeah. Alina's dad. We're gonna. He's dead. He's trying to put herself back together. There's 15 pieces. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! I'm good. <laughs> I'm gonna find. She's saying that, but you yeah. guys can't see what we see right <laughs> anyways, now. <laughs> anyways, magic maces. What, well, wait, uh, wait. What would you do if I found a magic mace? I uh, wait. The way he's talking, do you think he has the madness? The Ouija board. The what? You know, when it gets in your head, like a boar. Are oh. you talking about the madness that infected the priests? Yeah, he's oh, talking I, weird. Talking I think, about the macho madness. <laughs> I think you'd all know if I had madness. I want to roll insight on Solnar. Roll Solonar. insight. <laughs> Can I get advantage since I've known him for a long time? No. All right. Oh, he's definitely got the madness. There's nothing we can yeah. do about it. Uh, 14. He doesn't. He seems like he's putting this on a little bit. You're not sure why he's hey, play acting. Hey, buddy. Yes. Are, are you all right? Are you feeling okay? Because you're sounding mighty suspicious. <laughs> Never better, boat. Is he <laughs> like? Is Solar aware of how he sounds? Is, yes. Like, okay. Like, can you not? Can you not tell kind of that you're talking a little funky there? Honestly, 
I have no idea what might be going on. All right, well, as long as you're aware of it and you've not been taken over by some sinister presence that leaked out of Moonsy's store or something. Wait, (laughs) that's exactly something that a sinister presence that leaked out of a store would say. Yes, of course it is. Felix is still asleep in Solinar's hood. I think he's probably safe. That's so cute. We'd have to resort to some dunking next if we were still suspicious. Well, well let me get let me get Felix out if we're going to waterboard Solinar. Okay, but um, but the the mace, uh, uh, Johannes, do you want this mace that uh that Solinar found? Oh, you can have this mace. I'm afraid he's gonna hit me. <laughs> Solinar, can I see the mace? Oh, I'll show you the mace. You oh. want to see the mace? Can you just give it to me? Absolutely. Stop making weird, Hold unbroken still. eye contact with me while you're talking and, like this. Solonar, like, with the head of the mace pointed towards the ground, Solonar hands it over to Eek. Okay, thank you. And he take, uh, Eek takes the, the mace, walks it over to Johannes, and gives Johannes the mace. I hope it serves you well. Okay, maybe you just should just <laughs> not talk for a little bit, okay? It's Honest. a mace of smiting. Do I just immediately know this because of Paladin? Yes, because oh. of Paladin School. Nice. Hey, Johannes, can I see that, that rod that you have? The fire rod? Oh, my director's uh, wand? Yeah. Yeah. He takes it and looks at it. Is it a, like a, a wand kind of thing? It looks like a wand, but it is, in fact, a conductor's baton. Oh, okay. So that's literally what it is. Mm-hmm. It's for my orchestras. Uh I'm writing one right now. It's basically the fire fan fiction edition of Wind Waker. Hey, Solonar, while you're under this charm, I think you, when you write, it should look like different letters cut out from different magazines <laughs> on a piece of paper. <laughs> Fortunately for me, Solonar doesn't do that much writing. <laughs> Johannes, you look pretty excited about that mace. It feels warm. I bet it'll treat you well. This is turning into, like, It's supposed to sound suspicious, not like Solinar's turned on. So basically... basically, First off, that was an intimidation (laughs) roll. So you're mad because Solinar sounds like Boat now. (laughs) I'm mad that this is... I don't like that this is a trend. Hashtag Solboat. No, never hashtag Solboat. Hashtag Cork Noise. No. Why do we? Why are the things you want to be trends only the things that I hate? So we so we got hashtag Bremblem, hashtag oh, Cork Noise. Bremblem is awesome. And hashtag Soulboat. Uh, so the Cork Noise, I actually can't find it right now. Oh, thank blessed God. You'll know oh, when I find God. it because it'll just be oh. one whole episode of Cork Noise. <laughs> Every time Alex is talking, it'll just be a Cork Noise. <laughs> I would leave this podcast. (laughs) I would go home. Hey, Gabe, glad you're back. Uh, (laughs) Sorry to tell you that uh, I put a whole episode of Cork Noise in it. (laughs) Alex has left the country. (laughs) Alex lives in Ireland now. She's in Croatia. I'm in Ireland. Fight me. (laughs) Let's finish this temple. That was something a Croatian would say. You're playing the mace card. <laughs> I hate you all so much. Does Johannes ask for the uh, the the wand back? Yeah, that'd be great. I need to <laughs> I need to make sure I write my next symphony. Uh, okay, here you go. Thank you, buddy. Hey, I just thought of something. We can use that conductor's wand to heat up any pot of water that we want instantly. I actually thought about that earlier, but we hadn't had an opportunity yet. The only door that you guys haven't explored so far was the door that veered off uh, around where the statue room was. Sounds like we know exactly where we're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you head down that way, and you find your, and the door is itself is unlocked. You find yourself in a room with five dragon heads. Whoa. They're metal. They look like statues or effigies or constructs in some way. Um, and they have hinged jaws. All of them are closed. Next to those hinged dragon heads is a door with no knob, no lock, nothing. Uh, I'm going to go inspect one of the dragon heads. All right. They're all metal. They're all metallic dragons. So there is one for gold. There is one for silver. There is one for copper. There is one for bronze. And then there is one for brass. All right. I'm going to look at the bronze one. 
It is a perfect effigy of a bronze dragon head with a hinged jaw that you can open and close. I'm going to step off to the side and pull the jaw open. It makes a weird metal sound as it opens, but nothing else happens. All right. Uh, I'm going to peer in its mouth and see if I can see anything. There is nothing. I'm going to look at the one next to me. Do the same thing. Uh, to the left or to the right? To the right. To the right? That is the brass dragon head. Mm-hmm. All right. You open it. Nothing happens. Okay. It doesn't make a weird metal sound? It does. All right. Ooh. Is there anything in it? Like thrap metal? It's more metal. like More like black metal. Oh. Nothing in it? Nothing. Hey, everybody, why don't you, uh, each of the rest of you, go check uh, one of these dragon heads. There might be a switch or something like that in one of these. Oh, I got this one. Silver. Uh, okay. Alita looks put out that you took the silver one, but she goes over to the golden one. Oh, right. Here you go. Take this one. I got this one. Well, thank you. She opens the silver uh, dragon mouth. It does the same thing. Same with the copper and the gold. Oh. Uh, Solinar pulls out... The bramblum, and go, goes over to the brass dragon effigy, and puts the bramblum in the mouth of the brass effigy and closes it. It doesn't fit super well. Does the door have any sort of like? I know you said it didn't have like a handle or anything, but does it have anything that looks like bramblum sized on it? No. All right. What does that door look like? Like the how how? It well, looks like a large like flat nothingness of stone. Oh, so it's like a stone door. Yes. Okay. Oh, remember how the dragons like conversation? Maybe we have to move their mouths and make them talk to each other. <laughs> Here, I got this one. Here, this is the gold one. Here, let me move the... Hello! I will tell you that given how tight the hinge is, it can either be closed or open. You can't move it up and down very easily. This is very difficult. Also, why do dragons talk like that? Why do they all speak in baby speak? It's, it's very difficult. Boat is going to sit over by the wall. He's going to just sort of sit down on the ground, lean up against the wall. He's like, I, I need to think about this one for a minute. And um, just sort of pulls his hat down a little bit, gets mm-hmm. out his pan flute, and starts playing to sort of soothe his mind. Oh, Roll performance. You're right. making this so difficult for me. <laughs> As you begin playing the pan flute, vines and flowers begin growing around where you're sitting. Wait, from just out of the stone? Yes. Ooh. You have gotten so much better. See, <laughs> I told you. I knew there was a musician deep inside of you. And uh, Johannes pulls out his uh, conductor's wand and just uh, to time with the pan flute. Are you setting the vines on fire? No. <laughs> no, he's just conducting. Okay. Um, but as soon as you stop playing, all of it dies. No, uh, well, I just don't stop playing. I just keep going. I, I'm, I'm letting you know okay. because inevitably at some point you will stop playing yeah. this pan flute. Yeah. So I'm Unless just... you're going to go through the rest of the yeah. game like do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. No, I'm playing like a blues riff from B. <laughs> On a pan flute? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The vine's got to watch me for the changes you and try made... to keep up. I have to compose this. <laughs> this is so much more difficult now. Um. <laughs> uh, like, how big does everything Good luck, grow? future Alon. <laughs> Alon just, like, uh, edits out the portion where he says a blues riff from B and just puts in, like, a robot voice saying, a scale. <laughs> <laughs> Chopsticks. <laughs> and just, like, just all you hear in, like, Alon's darkened apartment as he's working on this is just, God, I wish I miss Sound Guy. I want Sound Guy to come back. Yeah. <laughs> Alon crying, and then yeah, they hear the dragon heads hear me playing. One of them goes off, calls his cousin. It's like Marvin, it's your cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Chuck, it's your cousin, Marvin Dragon. That new sound you've been looking for. You will believe it. Get down to the brass temple right now. That'd be a great venue name. Yeah. So, anyways, do these vines and flowers (laughs) and stuff uh, cause any benefit to me at the moment? It doesn't look like it. When they die, do they disintegrate or they just die? They disintegrate. Okay. All right. That's that's less morbid. Yeah, I could probably get an advantage on a pers- on a performance check in the right venue with something like this. Yeah. Hey, yeah. 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 Hey, Alita. <laughs> what kind of things do these dragons eat? I'm sorry. If I were to feed one of these dragons, <laughs> those aren't dragons. They are effigies. Right. But were I to find suitable food? I guess what any dragons eat? Well, well, um, uh, 
boat's been playing his flute and, and Solonar's asking his questions, I'm setting up to start casting Detect Magic as a ritual. So, ten minutes later. <laughs> no magic is detected on the door. Well, it's the whole room. Well, I mean, you see, like, the Mace of Smiting and Boat's flute and stuff like that light up. But, like, nothing that you're not already expecting to be magic. Huh. Well, I guess it's worth a try. Oh, can I can I see that wand again? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm conducting the boat, but I think he's got enough about it that he doesn't need a conductor at the moment. Here you are. Boat's got rhythm. Um, boat's got rhythm. He takes the wand and sees if it somehow could fit in the mouth. Make it look like it's breathing fire. That's really clever. Uh, that does not work. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We're going to put it right on the fridge, Ringo. Right where everyone can see. I hate when I make really simple puzzles and you guys just don't figure them out. But the ones I make that I think you guys are really mm-hmm. going to get stumped on, you figure um, out in ten minutes. Could I, like, do a drop kick on the stone door? Is that a solution as for the puzzle? Roll a strength check, Wada. As soon as Bo puts down his, uh, his uh, pipes and goes straight for the dropkick, uh, Giannis takes the conductor baton and is like, I guess music time is over. Puts it away. <laughs> I like how in like in real world context for this, Bo's just sitting there playing <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like he's been inspired. He's like, <laughs> He gave go. himself no. bardic inspiration. Yeah, he's like, I know what to do. Yeah. My planet needs me. I must go home. All the, all the vines and flowers just disintegrate into ash as he takes the pan flute, puts it in his unitar. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I rolled a nine. Uh, yeah, you're laying on the ground moaning for a second. All right. Ow. Solonar is going to open all the mouths. They were already open. Oh. Close them all? Were they open when we came in? or were they No, closed? they were closed, and then everybody okay. opened them. Okay. What color is this door? Black. Oh, the, the dragons are all metallic. Yep. He's going to close all the mouths, or open all the mouths. Wait, were they open or closed? They or were open? all open right now. Okay, so he's going to close all of them except for the brass one. And the door is going to raise. Ah, ah. <laughs> I mean, why, why even do this? <laughs> I mean, I mean, wh- he, he shouts to the heavens. There is a large, large, large room beyond the door. Hey, Bone Snake, um, get uh, your head out I, here. First, though, so Eek occasionally checks to see if um, he can detect Eek. Squeak. Or squeak, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Wait, is Eek no. here? It's Eek just, occasionally checks to see if they can detect Squeak. Eek just occasionally pats himself down, or themselves down to be like, oh, whew, I haven't disapparated. <laughs> so do, do I detect... Sorry, I just want to... No, you're good. It's check, all good. Do I detect Squeak? You do detect Squeak. So are we in the same room? Yes. And are we on the floor? Yes. Get, get um, on the floor. Um, um, there are... Uh, uh, I'm gonna go. He is. Um, he rushes like and uh, uh, opens up the mouth again, or closes it. Whatever he does, undoes it. The door. As soon as you uh, close the thing, the door slams shut. Did you just trap us in there? No. No. Okay. None of you went in. Okay. Uh, he then opens it again, or they. Sorry. Uh, they open it again. Uh, calls Squeak back to him, and then shuts it again. Squeak is trapped. Wait. But he can't he fly. It can't squeak fly. Yep. Yeah. Squeak can fly. So can squeak he... can fly, and squeak is trapped. Those are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> How can squeak not get to where to the door? Because he <laughs> is trapped. He's trapped. I thought he. I thought squeak was just in the room. He is trapped. Was. in the room. He was just in the room. You've had your link to him broken for a minute. Oh, uh, so. Also, it's been an hour, Solonar. So okay, so the door is closed. So just want to make sure that's clear. Eek is going to look through Squeak's eyes. And what does Squeak see? Uh, Squeak just sees a really heavy purple fabric, which feels like it's constricting him a little bit. Um, Eek is going to cast Shocking Grasp through the um, through Squeak and sees what happens. Nothing happens. 
no uh, like no magic happens or the magic happens, but nothing is responding. <laughs> the magic is always happening. This is where the magic happens. In Eek. a purple bag. Eek, why do you keep opening and closing the door? Oh, I can talk again. This is wonderful. I really don't notice that much of a change. Rude. <laughs> um, so you you know the whole bone snake thing? Yeah. Bones. Oh, <laughs> ready. The wrestler. Oh, is that? <laughs> that's this room. Yeah, uh, that's that's the bone snake room. Well, it's time to wrestle this wrestler. Let's wrestle this snake until it no longer is in this boot. I'm gonna suplex this bone snake. <laughs> The pendant's also telling me the mechanism we need to fill the purification pool is in this room. Oh no, that's the dagger. <laughs> uh, okay, well, um, you, are, are you all ready for me to, to open this? Let's... I'm ready, but I hope Bone Snake's ready. Eek <laughs> 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 opens that door back up. The room is, as I said, vast. There are cages in the room, as well as a large mechanism that Alita is sort of pointing at of like, this is what we needed. There are piles of bones all in this room and large columns that are sort of propping up the vaulted ceiling. There is a large pile of bone wrapped in a purple and ermine cape that begins to move. How big is the cape? And Massive. Is it the same color that Equa, or Squeak was seen? Yes. Is it like what I say it was maybe more of like a large theater curtain than just a cape or like that kind of massive? Yes. Okay. Um, the figure begins to rear up its head. It's completely skeletal. Though it is adorned with like a circlet and it has earrings hooked into where it ear, its ears would have been, like mm-hmm. hooked into the grooves of its skeleton. Mm-hmm. It's ornate, it's pompous, and it's looking at you. Solonar points a single finger at the snake creature and is like, you're going down. And that's true strike. And that's true strike? Yeah. All right. Boat, I really want to see you slam this creature. I believe in you. But you have sanctuary. Fantastic. <laughs> what does that do for me mechanically? It means when she tries to attack you, uh, she has to make a saving throw first. All right. Are you the rats that have made their way into my kingdom? No, we actually killed them. We cooked them into a soup. It tilts its head like, I'm sorry, what? A soup. It was very flavorful. We used root bases in order to create most of the broth. We had some citric spice. Moonsy gave us the pot. It was really good. I see. Would, would you like some? So you are fools. Uh, hey, this if, this you, thing's rude. Boat's, Boat's getting incensed at this point. <laughs> if you don't enjoy a good bowl of soup, Snake, then you're <laughs> the true fool here. Solonar draws attention. Uh, Alina's <laughs> immediately got her mace out. Well, there is no need for formalities. I am to kill whoever comes into this temple. So let us get this started. Oh wait, before we start, is your name, um, is your name Ouija? I am Ouija. Oh, that was it. Roll initiative, kids. Here's the order. It's going to go Uja, Boat, Solinar, Johannes, Eek, and then Alita. So, Boat. Uh-huh. What's your AC? Boat's AC is 15. What does it have to do if it's attacking me with Sanctuary? Uh, roll a wisdom save. 
Yeah, he got a 21. That's decidedly a save. However, it is going to miss your armor class, I'm assuming, because I'm guessing an eight doesn't hit you. It does not. Uja charges past you. Uh, it appears to be trying to touch you with the jewel on its head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it, what color is the jewel? Red. Red? Okay. All That's right. That's never a good color. All right, Boat, your turn to um, okay. mess it up. First thing uh, Boat's going to do is rage before I forget to rage. All right. Uh, and then I'm going to look at this guy and be like, oh, you best look out because I'm about to step on Snack. Uja, you are history. And <laughs> Vicious mockery. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the damage on that one, then? Uh, Not even saving throw against it. I'm going to. I'm just No, that was a bone ready. burn. It, it will be a 1d4 if you fail. 17. You passed that. Yeah. Uja clearly has enough self-confidence not to be put down by me. <laughs> am I within melee of Uja? Yes. All right, then I'm going to stay where I am and not provoke that attack of opportunity. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, next up is going to be Solonar. Uh, Solonar is going to move around, and Solonar has advantage. So we're in with attention. Oh, well, wow. I'm glad I have advantage, but I'm assuming an 11 does not hit. It will not hit. That was a terrible roll. It's <laughs> an awful roll. Johannes. Of course. The only thing that I could do in such a situation, I cast Zone of Truth on this snake. Make a save. <laughs> Wisdom? Yes. A uh, zone of truth affects everybody around the snake. Charisma. Too. Actually, yeah. it's charisma save. It's charisma? Yeah. That's even worse for you. Oh, what? The snake is not charismatic. A 10. 22. Oh, uh, boo. 10. So Solonar feels affected by zone of truth. Oh, come on, man. Uh, Crit failed your own so zone does of truth. Alita. I don't actually have to roll against it, I think. But uh, Alita also failed. Alita failed. <laughs> I, I know that we all, everyone failed. It's the most honest. Everyone, everyone failed but Uja. Yeah. It's the most honest the party okay, has ever Snake. been. Okay, Snake. I know that you passed that save, but I feel like I'm obligated to tell you what I was trying to do as I feel more honest than usual, even though I'm usually honest. Man. I wanted to know if you killed those people up there, those innocent people wearing fancy robes like mine. I did not kill anyone. Dude, I've been meaning to tell you for a while that you're a real buffoon. Yeah, take that, Uja. <laughs> I'm talking to you. What? <laughs> I'm terrified of dying right now, but this feels urgent and necessary. Ah! <laughs> Eek speaks his cheapest truth. How long is I really that? just want to crush something with my mace. <laughs> Perfect. Now it's dismissed. Well, all right, Alita. Eek. Uh, um. The fear makes your spells more potent. So Eek is going to... Well, first, I want, can I kind of feel where Squeak is yes. relative to this thing? Um, did that magic not work because he wasn't in contact with the creature? Yes. So Eek sees a large loose stone on that on the ground nearby and casts Catapult and sends it hurling at this creature. 22? Uh, the creature dodges this spell. <laughs> Alita is going to miss her mace swing which means it's going to be Uja's turn again. It is going to swing its tail at Solonar and swing its head at Boat. Ah. Uh, so Boat, you are now cursed. Okay. So you now have disadvantages on saving throws involving wisdom. Oh, okay. That really doesn't harm me any more than it would have otherwise. However, you also need to make a wisdom saving throw at the start of each of your turns. Uh -huh. If you fail, you waste that action doing nothing. Okay. Do I still get bonus action? Or is it just my like attack action? No, you waste your turn. Okay. Uh, which is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. And as for Solonar, you're going to take five damage from its tail whipping into Oofa doofa. No, Oija. Oh, that hurts. All right, Boat, you're up. All right. Make your wisdom saving throw. All right. I'll just kick my feet up. <laughs> Sorry, darling. Solonar. Uh, let's let's try this whole stabby stabby shanky shanky thing again. Though it's remarkable you're able to pierce this skeletal creature. Solonar like swishes his rapier from side to side and then just like jams it right through one of the like bony ridges near its spine. And somehow attention doesn't shatter. Johannes. 
You might be a giant snake who didn't kill the people up there, but you're trying to kill my party now. And not only that, but I'm realizing that you being made of bone probably makes you evil, and I'm going to smite you. Racist. Well, you know. Playing the mace card. Right, mace card. It's going to take 14 points of damage as I smite. All right. With my mace. So you take the mace and you just crack one of its ribs off. Yeah, and then uh, that rib hits the ground and it kind of does that like seesawing thing. If anybody wants to surf that rib, it's, <laughs> it's available. Gross. Eek. Uh, uh, um, uh, how's this thing moving around? Oh, oh wait, for like my movement. Like a snake? I get on one end of the rib, leaving the other end like really high. Okay. It's the far end of the rib from the snake. Weird flex, but okay. It moves like a snake in that it shifts its ribs and pushes itself forward. Is it kind of moving around the space, though? Yes. Um, so I'm going to cast um, Grease in front of it. So I'm like, ah, I see this thing moving. I think it's going to come towards me. So I'm like, ah, ah, squat. There is a bunch of grease in its path now. Between you and it. It's it's kind of on it also. So basically... The, I'm sorry, you splashed it with grease? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Should I be worried? Those eyes say yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that body language also says yes. Okay. All right. So it's now a 10-foot area of difficult terrain. If anything's standing in that area, it needs to succeed a dexterity saving throw or fall prone. There is nothing between the two of you right now. Where am I? Where Uja is, Eek is diagonal toward Uja's tail, whereas okay. you are closer to its head. Okay. After that is Alita's chance. All right, sweet. Alita is going to mace it. Oh, it's the thing she wanted. Yeah, she's going to run up and just crush the tail. Just the very tip of the, the tail. The very tip of the tail. That's where all the nerve endings are. I mean, if it had nerve endings, sure. Uja is up. And it slowly turns its attention to Eek. That's not Did attention. you dirty me? Uh, Is that rhetorical? Uh, I mean, uh, uh, roll a wisdom saving throw. I mean, you were kind of a dusty old pile of bones to begin with. You make eye contact with its sockets. eye sockets. <laughs> And you feel your body start to freeze and tense, but you're able to sort of shake it off. Um, Uja is then going to whip its tail at Solinar again for that sassy comment that was not needed. Oh, that's some sass. <laughs> Nine damage. You are also now a uh, roll a dex saving throw. Oh, your favorite. Uh-huh. 22. You are able to stay on your feet, but you are going to be pushed back about 10 feet. Uh, I will I will make note of the fact that with this tail strike, like it's right across Solinar's face, and so he is like severely bloodied at this point. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, that that was unpleasant. You're a real piece of work, Usha." Hey, save that blood. We can make it salt. <laughs> Boat, you're up. Roll your wisdom saving throw. Uh, no. All right, can cool. he still Can he still move at all? Or is he just completely paralyzed? With I mean, yeah, I'm in a stupor. Oh. Yeah, curse makes it so that you pretty much you waste everything. It kind of sucks. I mean, it's a level three spell. Oh, so I'm going to, um, oh, it's not my turn. Uh, it is not his Solinar's turn. Uh, anybody want to want to give me, um, a little of that sweet healing action? I'd give you one if I weren't in a stupor. And Solonar, well, how am I positioned as opposed to, like, Alita or Johannes? Um, Alita is to your left and further back. Uh, Johannes is across Uja. Okay. Um, I'm going to use a bonus action to disengage, and I'm going to move closer to Alita. Okay. Am I still close enough to attack? No. Okay. Then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my action in case Uja gets close again. Gotcha, gotcha. Johannes. I'm going to run up to the boat. My best friend and companion besides my three other friends and companions, and I'm going to use Lesser Restoration <laughs> to cure him. Perfect. And then I'm going to say, Boat, launch me off this rib. We're going for the head. It's like, <laughs> I will when it's my turn. <laughs> and I jump onto the edge of the rib. 
Eek, you are up and you have Uja's undivided attention. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so Eek looks around and what, what kind of room is this? It looks like it was once a grand hall, but now it's dirty and filled with piles of bones. So Eek sees a, a large serving dish that weighs approximately five pounds and casts... Sure he does. Catapult on it and sends this one fleeing at the uh, face of this bone creature. Dexterity? Yes. 13 to dodge? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm assuming you're trying to get healing from Alita. A platter is flung straight at the snake's face. It moves its face out of the platter's way. I mean, the platter shattering if, if on the far wall. If you're feeling so inclined, that'd be magnificent. Okay, then. All right, you get healed for 11 points of damage. Nice. That was That was a high roll for her. All right. Very much appreciated. Uh, do I still have movement left? You have about 15 feet. Could I move close enough to stab Uja? Yeah, you could lunge. Okay, I'm going to do that then. 12? Oh, no, you miss. <laughs> <laughs> you lunge right through the bones. Oh, yeah, you, you you stab in the gap between ribs. Mind the gap, please. This is a lot harder than I would, th- would think it would be, this creature being so large. Uja is now going to go for Eek with its head, and it's going to swing its tail over at Johannes. Oh, well, I shouldn't tempt fate. <laughs> Eek, 12. Uh, it doesn't hit me. All right, cool. And Johannes, you have well, a 21. Seven damage. Ow! This tail just struck me. And are you still balanced on the end of that rib? Oh, but I, I would never lose my footing. Roll dex. <laughs> Roll Dex to stay on the rib. Oh, never would I ever lose my footing. <laughs> I didn't lose my footing. What'd you get? 20. Oh, God, yeah, no, yeah. you absolutely. Actually, because you critted on that. No, um, I didn't crit. Was, oh, no, you was, didn't? Yeah. Oh, I thought you had critted. I was very excited for a moment. I was yeah. going to do some fun, cool stuff. So, boat. <laughs> he means He means no, I absolutely did actually crit. What cool stuff? What? Yeah? Boat, totally crit. you're up. Yeah. Dang it. So how far am I from the other end of the rib that Johannes is on? I mean, you're going to have to jump some feet, but... Okay. Am I within 30 feet? Of jumping? Of, like, getting like, there. Like, can you jump 30 no. feet it's straight a, it's a run jump. into yeah. the sky? Can I close 30 feet of distance uh, Yes, yes, you can, you can run that distance. Okay. I, I, I thought you were trying to use your movement speed yeah. vertically. I no. think he can. Maybe. I mean, I am a level one monk. Roll it. <laughs> Crit fail. <laughs> I hate you, and I'm never going to listen to any of your advice again. <laughs> You're going to slip and fall on your face uh-huh. on uh, Eek's grease. Uh-huh. And you're going to take three points of damage from the floor. It's a good thing you still have movement and an action left. Yeah. Launch um, me on this rib! <laughs> I... He tells you to go just do something unsavory to yourself. <laughs> um, but it's muffled by the grease yeah. and the floor in his face. Yeah, so are we just counting that as my movement, what I just did? I'm going to throw you a bone on this one and right. say no. Wait, can you throw him a rib? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give him specifically a tibula. Okay. Did the creature make a saving throw for when it attacked me through the grease? Uh, no, it did not. Did it move over the yeah. grease? It did. Dexterity. Uh, retroactively, it would have been a ten saving throw. Yeah, that that's a fail. This creature is prone, even though it's a snake creature. I mean, it's a snake. So, I don't yeah. know. It might be immune to prone. No, it is not. Okay, so getting back to me, um, <laughs> th- since you threw me a bone, no pun intended, I'm presuming that I can get up from my prone position and attack for half your movement speed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll do that. And then I'm going to attack this prone snake. Which means you'll have advantage. Exactly. Killing it, Eek. With my great axe. Uh, Yeah, so that hits. 12. 12 damage? Yeah. I'm going to give Johannes Bardic Inspiration. Oh, my hero! (laughs) How do you do so? Um, I start clapping my hands to try to, like, get you in the rhythm for everything and hype you up. I'm and, so thankful for this. I can't yeah. clap my hands right now. Yeah, and I tell you, it's like, don't worry about what happened before. You're going to be fine. It's going to go great. Thank you, Vote. Solinar? Uh, I'm going to disengage. I'm going to run over to the rib that Johannes is standing on. I'm going to uh, 
handspring into a front flip onto the other end of said rib to try and springboard Johannes up. I will allow you, if it is advantageous for you, to roll acrobatics as your modifier on that. That was the plan. That's a 25. All right. So you are in the air, Johannes. Uh, and then uh, should I take my action or should I wait for your... Uh, is that, was that a bonus action or an action? Yeah, we're going to come back to yours, actually. That's going to be your movement. Okay. Yeah, we'll come back to your action. Uh, Go, Johannes. Fly. Go, Hannes. In the air. <laughs> so, definitely going to take this bardic inspiration just in case. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, so, to hit is now a uh, 19. Hit. Uh, so as I as Johannes gets launched into the air by Solinar's uh, flippy tricks uh, off the rib, he's soaring straight for above the head, so he can come down with his uh, land on it and come down with his mace with all of the kind of like weight behind him, and he's just like, uh, "Now we truly step on snake." I will allow you to roll advantage on the damage roll for that. Uh, Fourteen damage. All right. And for uh, future Bardic Inspiration rolls, I saw you use a D4. It's a D6. It should be a D6. Well, I hit. You did. So you come down hard with your mace, and you shatter the circlet that Uja is wearing. Nice. Are you still, are you going to hang on to his face? Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm on top, right? I'm on the head? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's rodeo Uh, this regular. Roll a dex to stay on him. Yeah, 18. All right, you are on Uja. Uh, Solonar, you were holding your action. Or are you using it now? Uh, I would definitely like to attack, yes. Okay. Solonar just, like, uh, after after the whole springboard thing, just, like, does, like, a sliding lunge forward across the grease and just, like, puts, like, his entire shoulder into it and just, like, plunges attention deep into one of the, like, ribs and then, like, shatters it off. Like, has weakened it enough to just, like, shatter it, and then pulls attention back and is like, looks like I'm poking holes in your scheme. That's a launch and a lunge right there. <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was pretty uh, terrible. Um, so, Eek, you are up. Uh, so, this time, Eek begins... He hasn't gotten up yet, by the way, so all of you still have advantage on attack rolls. <laughs> uh, this time, Eek is going to conjure some magical darts and cast magic missile. So that will definitely hit. <laughs> Four. Oh! oh! Nice. Uh, All fours. Yeah, 12 damage. Yeah! Wait, aren't each dirt plus one? Oh, yeah, so 15 damage. Heck yeah. So, Eek, you want to narrate your kill? Um. Uh, so, Eek has, has a terrified look on his face. He looks around him. He doesn't see anything else he could like catapult just like next to him, and because he's too panicked, tears streaming down uh, his face. Much. Yeah, uh, so he's <laughs> like, ah, and he instead like just shuts his eyes for a moment, opens them back up, and like waves his hands in a way that like conjure these little darts, and they all shoot through the air on their little glowing paths and go pop, 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 and um, yeah, then this creature like shudders. Don't look like it should have killed it, but um, it still like shudders, and then cracks start spreading out from where the uh, the darts hit, and the bones start to like crumble and crack and fall down to the ground. Oh no! The creatures. Can I roll acrobatics to do a sliding save of Johannes as he falls? Yes, absolutely. I will allow for this. 13. And I rolled a uh, 17 on my dex track. Yeah, okay. He caught you. Oh, so enough. You just kind of get knocked over by catching him. I may be uh, gentle when we're all hanging out, but today I've managed to hit this snake right on the head. Twas magic, though, that killed the beast. Alita opens the bag and Squeak flies to you. I'm gonna need a round of high fives. Like, let's get it. Let's get just a a quick round of high fives going, everybody. Good, everybody. Good. All right. So, you guys can look around. I'll see about getting this mechanism so we can fill up the purification pool. What's this pendant? 
It was evil. Hmm? This thing that was on the snake. Oh, this circlet? I don't know what it is. It... It was on a snake, so maybe it was a circlet. That was a stretch. How how large is this circlet? Pretty large. Like a normal per like it would be big for a belt. <laughs> Everyone turns to look at it. It's gravy also boat. like laid filigree. It's not belt worthy. What do you mean filigree is not belt worthy? A filigree. What are your belt thin. standards? It's too thin. We can do something with that. Mm-hmm. That that would make a great Look, championship belts are not made for durability. Yeah. They're made for flashiness. Yeah. And nothing look, says flashy like filigree. Look at the IWGP World Heavyweight Belt. <laughs> look at it. Yeah. Look at it. Look it's at in it. our it's in our studio right now. Yeah. We can literally look at it. Yeah, which one of us is the IWGP champion, by the way? Oh, it says <laughs> gravy boat. Oh, that makes so much sense. Okay, thank yeah. you for reading. The that. International Wrestling Grand Prix World Heavyweight uh. Championship. Fantastic. So Alita is going to go investigate <laughs> the thing. You guys can look about. Okay. Uh, if, if whoever wants to add Uja's circlet to their loot. Wait, is it magical? You don't know. I'll take it. Hey, is this magical leak? That's too late. I already took it. <laughs> no, that's probably... We should be careful. It might be evil. Well, at the very <laughs> least, you all know I have it, and I'm not keeping it a secret. Oh, hey, fair. Actu- actually... Uh, didn't you cast Detect Magic, like, right before we came in here? Eek. I don't think it would have... Uh, it's a pretty big room, though. I don't think it would reach all the way there. But isn't it centered on you, or is it only on a spot? I assumed it was from wherever I cast it. Oh, I cast okay. it as a ritual. Because um, it's range self. Oh, yeah, so I guess what, what 30 you, feet of you. So, what yeah. do you think, Magic DM? But I didn't. I wasn't doing concentration on it, so... Oh, no, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's, that is totally fair. Dismissed. Um, but, uh, yeah, so what do I need to roll to look around this room for interesting items? All of you would have to roll investigation for loot. No good. Nope. Well, I, for one, am excited, uh, and I need to know what I find with a natural one. A natural one? Uh-huh. I had a nat two, so I find slightly more than he does. <laughs> you find five gold. Oh, no. Do I get ten gold since I rolled yes. twice as high as him? Yes, you do. <laughs> awesome. What'd you get? Ten. A ten? Seems like blood uh, money. You find a pair of fine leather boots with steel buckles. Whoa! A thirteen. A thirteen? That is going to get you a bloodstone. A what now? You can don't worry. You can chip it off into salt. It's a natural mineral. It's not made of blood. Solonar, do you want these boots? No, I'll take them. I've been looking for a good pair of boots. Uh-uh. I'll give you the five gold. Uh, okay, here. Here you go. Here's some boots. Okay, here's the gold. I'm excited about Thank these you. boots. Does anyone know what this weird red rock is used for? And Solonar holds it like a loft for everyone to see. Oh, that's a gem. People use that to decorate their thrones and nice je- jewelry that they wear in court. It's Th- truly outrageous. This is not a ruby. I know rubies. Can this I- is something worse. Can I roll, um, I don't know, would it be Arcana or just Investigation? Or just plain intelligence to know that? Uh, you're a mage. So you'd know it's a bloodstone, which is a semi-precious rock. It's just a, a gem of a type. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, so it actually is a gem. Yeah. I, I thought the only valuable red gems were rubies. I, I guess I learned something new today. No, I mean, there's also Amherst's. The what? Amherst's. The, the what? It's another type of gem. Oh. That's I'm, red. I'm learning all kinds of stuff. Well, I'm not going to know what that looks like other than a red rock thing. You hear a loud chunk and the sound of flowing water in the distance. Oh, seems like Alita's crushing it. So I'm going to try on these boots. They fit comfortably oh, nice. and are soft and well cushioned. Oh, I'm going to leave my old pair here and then put the, my armor back over these boots. These are nice. So Eek's gonna cast um, Detect Magic as a ritual Mm -hmm. and then look around again to see if he can find anything. Two things light up. Uh, One is under a pile of garbage, essentially, and the other is clutched in the hand of a skeleton. Solonar will head for whichever one Eek doesn't head for. 
So the one that you had for Eek, which one? Trash or hand? So what's in the hand? Like, what can I tell from where I am? Uh, something's glowing in that dude's hand. Um, does it look small enough that Squeak could grab it? No. <laughs> <laughs> what about in the trash pile? In the trash pile, it looks actually larger. Uh, okay, so Squeak is going to go over to the one in the hand. Okay. Uh, no. No, the one in the mat, the, the garbage pile. All right. And Eek's you can't go have your cake hand. and eat it too. <laughs> and uh, this is the worst kind of play to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do I find in the hand? So while it's happening, do I want to name my shoes. Do all the magic. I think that these are some. Uh, are these some well-made um, official Air Nyquil Jordans? <laughs> Air Nyquil. Air Nyquil Jordans. You find a staff with the head of a snake. The staff itself is black and intricately carved. You played for the ah. Sean Congo balls. So um, can I roll Arcana on that just mm-hmm. to get a cool? So that's going to be a You're 17. Fired. You can tell that this item will require some kind of bond with you for it to effectively work. Cartoonment. Uh, uh, this is interesting. Um, and he takes it, and then um, he's going to go over to that other item. Right. What is What do Solinar and Squeak find? Uh, Roll initiative. is at you when you get close. Easy, Squeak. You are going to find a strange dagger with a blade that looks almost like it's made of glass. Okay. I'll roll. I'm not very good at Arcana, but I'll roll it. Ooh. Uh, 18? It will require some kind of bond with you to work effectively. Anybody got a problem with me laying claim to this magical dagger over here? Have at it, buddy. I've already got a magical dagger of my own. Yeah, and I've got NyQuil Jordans. <laughs> uh, Solinar will bond with the dagger. Oh, how do you bond? It's he, a... He hugs it close to his chest, and he's like, hmm... Hey, buddy, you and I are going to stab a whole lot of people. <laughs> you receive a dagger of warning. Ooh, that sounds cool. Right, when you try to stab somebody, it goes, Hi, I'm right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> this magic weapon warns you of danger. While the weapon is on your person, you have advantage on initiative rolls. In addition, you and any of your companions within 30 feet of you can't be surprised, except when incapacitated by something other than non-magical sleep. The weapon magically awakens you and your companions within range if any of you are sleeping naturally when combat begins. Well, since I can only sleep naturally... <laughs> This is great. Boat's also going to name the new belt that he's picked up. Yeah. Are you talking about the circlet of Uja? No, yes. the belt of Yes, Uja. it's no longer the circlet of Uja. Uja. Now it is the Serpentine Ossuary Heritage Championship. <laughs> it's it's not the uh it's not the brass the brass temple Serpentine Championship. It, it is not. It is the Serpentine Ossuary Heritage Championship. Can you give me what's the acronym for of that? Um, sock. <laughs> sock boo. I mean, I could change it to Serpentine Heritage Ossuary Championship, and then we could call it the Shock Belt. Oh, there it is. Ooh, yeah, let's do is. that. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. It's the Shock Belt. <laughs> Why we're marketers? My goal is to start wearing it and convince people that I want it somewhere, so they'll well, want to challenge me for it. Yeah, you exactly. Win it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Serpentine Heritage Ossuary Championship. The did... Shock Belt. I feel like I can jump higher in my Nyquil Jordans. It makes me remember when the Shung Congo Balls won their championship. Uh, <laughs> uh, how did you describe this staff again? Um, it is a staff that's all in black with the effigy of a snake on the head, and it's intricately carved overall. But it does require attunement. So as somebody who's not played D&D long enough to actually find a magical weapon that needs attunement, how does attunement work? You basically just have to get to know it for like usually a long rest period before you can use it. And And you can only have like three? Yeah, yeah, there's a limit to how many you can attune. Can you unattune, detune? Yeah, you can detune. You have like, it's like that's part of the limit. You can detune if you decide you want to attune to something else. Okay, I'll. And you can also be tune if it's like less good. Okay, so what if I want to like hit like a B flat? 
You really gotta not study the C tune. Okay. Are you dead? A little bit. Are you attuning to it? Uh, sh yeah, let's just, let's go for it. Let's... Cool. You attune to the staff of the adder. Ooh. Oh, oh. suspicious. You can use a bonus action to speak the staff's command word and make the head of the staff become that of an animate poisonous snake for one minute. By using another bonus action to speak the command word again, you return the staff to its normal inanimate form. You can make a melee attack using the snake head, which has a reach of five feet. Your proficiency bonus applies to the attack roll. On a hit, the target takes 1d6 piercing damage and must succeed on a dc15 constitution saving throw or take 3d6 poison damage. Oh. The snake head can be attacked while it is animate. It has an armor class of 15 and 20 hit points. If the head drops to zero hit points, the staff is destroyed. As long as it is not destroyed, the staff regains all lost hit points when reversed to an inanimate form. Yeah, this thing's gonna terrify Eek. It seems so appropriate <laughs> for the area. Yeah. I like that Eek, if Eek just gets items that he's terrified of. <laughs> um, yeah, so when he attuned it, he accidentally, like, attune the command word to be just like a scream i will let you yeah i will let you set your own command word so anytime please, please don't do a scream because then i have to have you oh. scream every time i'm audio editing that well i just well he screams all the time just think of a word <laughs> no but i just wanted to be a scream so every time he's scared this no, thing's no. gonna turn into no, a snake make the command word like i'm a kobold <laughs> no, no, no. Was... We, we can we can we can think for the command word for a second <laughs> What if what if it was like soup? Oh, what if it was like oh no? <laughs> I say soup. Uh, I don't think Eek says oh no that much. No, that's a leader. Because the thing it it has to be something that you say a lot by accident, right? Yeah. Like when you're startled. Yeah. Well, now it's time to come up with a good startled catchphrase that's not screaming. <laughs> is that is that like a problem for editing audio? Can it for your other ones? Yeah. I'll, can I do it in a way that's like, cause I, I gotta have my character scream. Okay, perfect. I'm fine with that. <laughs> that's like part of Eek. Like, yeah. You could make it just a very controlled scream. It's yeah, like, yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you did, what you did, as long as you do it. The big thing is, as much as I love for you to project towards the mic, when you want to scream. Do it away, yeah. Yeah, it's just like when somebody's singing and they just hit that high note. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so Eek accidentally attunes this thing to a scream as the command word, um, and he's terrified of it. Could he gumdrops? Um, and the command word again is also to scream, so when you just do a sustained scream, it keeps going inanimate, inanimate, over and over and over again. <laughs> no, it just, it yeah. just stays in limbo, <laughs> unsure whether it's alive or dead. <laughs> it's Schrodinger's staff. Yeah. Oh, God. So Alita is trying, trying to, to shell, sell you car insurance. Walk over. So I think I can get the purification pool up and running. I'm going to head over that way. If there's more things you want to look for around here, you can, but that's where I'll be. I've found everything I'm looking for. You can call me the shock master. Sure. Um, I, I found this. Kind of scary staff, but um, ah, so I, I guess I'll follow you now. All right. I've got a brand new pair of NyQuil Jordans. I haven't had ones like these since I was a kid. Look, you can pump them up. Honest. <laughs> I'm just, for those of you who can't see me, I'm just slowly shaking my head in yeah. bed. So now Boat has a cowboy hat. Uh -huh. The cloak of office of the guard captain of Palabar. That's not uh -huh. what it is. And the Serpentine Heritage Ossuary Championship belt. Uh-huh. Boom. Anyway, so I'm assuming you all are going with Alita back to the purification room? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Beautiful. All right. Alita is going to get there and duck behind um, a set of the pillars and change into the vestments of the Silver Priest. She's going to wade waist deep into the pool and begin a ritual that's going to cause the whole room to glow. You all will have to kind of hang out for a while while she does this. All right. However, it looks like while in the middle of her praying, a portion of, the of one of the walls just melts away, revealing a doorway with etched gold runes all along. Oh, no, that's gold. That's not the room we want. We want the bronze one. Brass. There uh, is a shimmering aura in front of the doorway itself. I say we wait for Alita to finish 
praying, and then uh, that's probably our relic. That'd be my assumption. I get up close to the shimmering aura, and do I feel anything the closer I get to it? You feel an aura of harmony, of calm. I take one of my kendo sticks and sort of poke it through the aura. What's your alignment? Uh, you know, I don't know, because I never play alignment. Neutral good. Neutral good? Yeah. But what is your alignment as oh. gravy bone? <laughs> your kendo stick and eventually your hand pass through easily and safely, as if there wasn't a ward there. I'm just going to mosey on through. All right, you walk <laughs> through calmly and easily. Okay. Sol and I are going to, realizing that uh, Boat's not waiting, be like, uh, hey, Alita, door opened, and then follow. What's your alignment? Chaotic neutral. You're not going to be able to get through. So I was like, donk, donk, donk. Yeah, you like walk <laughs> donk, in donk. like and get knocked over. I've, I've never felt more like a bumblebee. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> what do I see in there? There is a hallway lit by tor- by magical torches mm-hmm. and a huge looming brass altar, the center of which has a very small, like maybe... I don't know, the size of a small loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. Statue of a brass dragon. It looks old. The carving style of it is primitive. So it doesn't look as nice as the toy brass dragon that I have on it a does chain. Not. Okay. That I was wearing like a flav flav necklace for a while. Johannes, uh, going up to the you know, with the brass priest robes, the brass earring in, goes up to the uh, the ward and he uh, walks through it. Your alignment? Is lawful good. You're able to pass through. And he's like, oh, no, look, here. And then he grabs uh, Solonar's hand, and he tries to pull him through. So you're going to have to let go of Solonar's hand as you pass what? through the barrier. Wait, Ow. wait, door. I Ow. can vouch for him. I'm continuing to walk up to the altar at this point. This is no fair. He should yeah. be able to come too, door. He, he, he proved himself. He killed the giant snake that was destroying this temple. I'd like to inspect the altar. He's going to try to follow them into the room. What's your alignment? Uh, see, I'm not... I'm probably true neutral. I was going to yeah, say... Yeah, I feel like I'm true neutral, I think. You are not able to pass through the barrier. Looks you like know, this is a boat Hannes joint. I'm not I'm not going to lie to you there, Johannes. Um, I've got a... What with my checkered history, I'm, I'm not entirely surprised that there's some sort of ward that doesn't let people like me through... Eek, I'm a little more surprised about you not being let through. I I don't really know anything about a a ward like this. I think that it's made a mistake. I'm going to go make sure the boat's okay, and then we'll figure this out. There's obviously malfunctioning. (laughs) You walk up to inspect the altar, which Mm -hmm. you notice is built into the wall and to the room itself. Mm -hmm. Like it was carved, the whole thing was just carved out almost. Of brass itself, yes. Um, There's just an aura of peace to this room and you almost hear song. I uh, pull out my pan flute and start to play in harmony with the song. Roll performance. Nat 20. A nat 20? (laughs) Yeah. You are able to play so beautifully and perfectly that vines grow around the altar in a complimentary and decorative fashion and sprout lilies. Fantastic. I'm proud of myself. Johannes walks into this. You see exactly what's happening. Maybe Boat needs to take a level in Druid. <laughs> Boat's just going to take a level in every single class. I uh, put the pan flute away. I cautiously approach the altar, presumably as the vines are dying and disintegrating. They do not die. Okay. I like stroke the brass dragon like it was like a cat or something. And then as you stroke it, Mm -hmm. its head moves up and it turns to look at you. What kind of aspect is it showing me? Is it, does it look? Curiosity. Would you like to come with me, friend? It turns back and solidifies back into a relic. I'm going to pick it up. A golden light emanates from the relic and surrounds you. How does it feel? Warm, comforting, and oddly you feel more charming. You feel more charismatic as the light sort of fades away. You feel like the life of the party. 
Heck yeah. And you have acquired the Relic of Brass. Mm -hmm. Alita is going to have finished her rituals, and you can't hear her because now she's barefoot in her thing, so she's <laughs> kind of padding toward you guys. Um, are you two all right? Um, we're not allowed in. This is a very exclusive party. I'm, I have a suspicion you'll be fine. It's supposed to only allow people that are pure of heart. Yeah, that's super not me. So you have fun. What do you, quick question. Why is Eek still out here then? I don't know. I, I don't know anything about, about how this works. But what matters isn't really so much what the, red, what the ward thinks of you. What matters is we wouldn't be here without the two of you. I mean, I'm not down on myself. I just She's kind of edging her head toward Eek. I just recognize that this is an exclusive party that I wasn't invited to, and that's okay. I get to hang out out here with Eek. Uh, we can catch up, uh, find out. Say, did that brass mirror thing ever do, like, spooky dreams or anything on you? What? You've got... I found that brass mirror. We're pretty sure it's haunted. I was I was convinced it was going to give you spooky dreams. For a while, I was like, maybe I should hang on to that, but I guess it hasn't then, because it's just been chilling in your bag. I, I haven't felt anything strange. I, th I thought we detected magic, and there wasn't any magical presence on this mirror. I mean, ghosts aren't necessarily magic, right? You going to go looking for it in your bag? Yeah. It's not going to be there. What? <laughs> Wait, really? Uh, it's... Actually. It's, what? It's not in my bag. I was I was rolling to see if Solonar would actually believe. So that was like an insight. It's a 16. Feeling pretty good about believing. Even though normally... <laughs> there is nothing more in the in the altar room. Okay. Do I still feel, like, more charismatic and more like the life of the party? You do. Has this, like, become part of me now, or is it just because I'm holding this thing? As long as you're the bearer of the brass relic, you get a plus one to charisma. That's awesome. Just overall. Hopefully Alita will let me keep it. <laughs> but then you have to hold it, right? Yeah. You have to be the bearer of it. Like, it has to be in your bag or okay. on your person in some way. All right. So uh, I indicate to Johannes that we should leave the room and go back through the portal. All right, you guys come out through, and everybody else is standing there waiting for you. Do you have it? I hold it up in both hands. Alita just looks elated. She's ecstatic, and you guys have actually accomplished the first thing you were supposed to do. You got the first relic. Oh my gosh, you guys, we accomplished a thing. Guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling like this is another high five moment. Let's, yes. Wait, whoa, yeah. whoa, be careful. Whoa, oh, oh, good. The brass dragon stayed there. At Eek. Eek, don't leave a brother hanging. Yes, my man. All right, so let me get changed, and let's get out of here. All right, I, pro I promised this little guy he could hang out with me, so I'm just going to put him in my bag for right now. Please understand how important that is. He looked at me, and I talked to him. I understand. All right. Constantly pushing us to these limits. God, it's wait. unsustainable. This is unsanitary.